Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curbside Podcast, a podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff, I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I am your Taiwanese-American Southern Californian. What's up, everybody? My name's Parth, I drive a 2016 M3, live up here in Northern California Bay Area, where it's gotten colder. Yeah, it's hoodie weather, I love it. Yeah, uh, I actually like this a lot better than last week, that's for sure. I bought so many fucking hoodies during quarantine, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then it get hit by record heat days, you know, this past yeah. summer. Yeah, that's nice. I'm Andrew. Uh, I drive a 2014 Evo 10 MR and a 2015 Subaru BRZ living in the Bay Area. Before we begin, uh, we have a question from friend. Parth and I have a friend named Kristen, and she wants car. Preference <laughs> is a four-door or four-seater convertible. And between the brands of Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Honda, Ford, Mercedes, GMC, and Hyundai. So I told her to just get a C63 AMG convertible. Do any of the other brands make a four-seater convertible? It's only Mercedes, isn't it? Mustang, right? Yeah. I, I guess. That's not we don't want a convertible Mustang. I mean, yeah. It is four-seater, kind of, but like not really. And there's not much to choose from. And then plus, if you recommend, you know, our friend is not a supercar enthusiast or anything like that. You recommend a Ford Mustang convertible, they're just going to end up buying EcoBoost Nation V6 Turbo Absolutely. Mustang. Yeah. Four-cylinder. Which I, <laughs> I don't want to associate myself with those kind of people, so I don't want to also suggest <laughs> that car. So that's why I said C63 AMG. That's <laughs> like your only option. Yeah, but I, I feel mean, you like... could go like C convertible. Or the E. Do they make the E still? Yeah, but remember she said her price range was C, so I was like, C63 AMG? <laughs> You could get an E for a C63 AMG money, dude. Yeah, but like, it's a C63, you know, that's the difference. <laughs> Plus, Jeff, let's be honest, we have to be a little bit selfish. Do we not want to review a C63 AMG? Yes. Code? Exactly. Yes, we do. Right? You would have access to that car. Yeah. But Kristen, if you're cool, you'll buy a C63 AMG, <laughs> all right? And then you'll let us review it. But if you want to be like boring and think about money and shit, then yeah, buy the regular... If you want to be practical. Wait, doesn't Jeep make one? A Wrangler? A Wrangler, yeah. <laughs> it's technically a convertible. Right? It could be very convertible. You could, it could. You could have all the doors off. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, that's a recommendation. C63 yeah. AMG if you care about us. Otherwise, C regular something convertible. And then Jeep Wrangler without the doors and without the roof. Yes. And right. if, you, if she wants to buy it, she better buy it quickly. Because I don't know if you guys saw the news, but... Uh, our lovely governor, Gavin Newsom, has signed a executive <laughs> order yes. basically batting the sale of new um, gas-powered gas cars by 2035. Yeah. This is uh, something you got to dive deeper into, especially if we all live in California. So I was reading the little thing that the office of Governor Gavin Newsom's thing came out with. Um, this is his attempt at combating the smog and the fire smoke and the global warming the climate change stuff in California. 
and he's saying that by 2035, 100% of sales of new cars, new cars, should be 100% zero emission cars. In addition to this, by 2045, which is something that people miss actually, by he wants by 2045 for heavy duty and like medium duty, they call it uh, vehicles, that should also be 100% zero emission where feasible. So Tesla everything. Right? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Elon wrote a nice little check to the governor's office. Right? You know what I'm hey. saying? That's a... <laughs> but what do you guys feel about this? As people who own internal combustion cars and people who we've, we've said before, especially me, that I don't like the idea of having just no choice of you know internal combustion cars in the future. I don't think it's going to affect us that much. <laughs> We like, I like, there's enough cars that are coming out between now and 2035 that are <laughs> like so cool. <laughs> Wait, how, how many years in the future is 2035? 15 years. 15 years. Quick so we have 15 years of basically new releases. Yeah, think new. about how many generations of like new cars are going to come out. But like, okay, think about this. First of all, Jeffrey bought like a 15 year old car. And he yes. Loves it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? I, don't I bought a, a six year old car. I fucking love it. Like I'm keeping I don't my think, car. Exactly. Like for the niche market that is car enthusiasts, I don't think it'll matter that much. But like, what if there's like a sick gas car that comes out later, and you're like, "Damn, I want that, but I can't buy it in this state." Then you just register in what Colorado? You buy? Oh, that's true, huh? That only right? this only applies <laughs> to California. Exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah. I just realized that that makes sense. This 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 thing from the governor's office says that California is joining fifteen other countries, so no other state has even thought about this yet. We're like yeah. the first. We yeah. always have to lead the pack. I blame Elon with that. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is relevant, but if you think about it, how much cooler can internal combustion cars get? Before that, everything a, goes either hybrid or full electric. That's true. Because like, what are Every, you going to do? Keep chasing 2,000 horsepower out of you exactly. know, cylinders? It's all about like the tech now. Like horsepower is like, oh, cool. That's like an afterthought. Almost. Yeah, you can you can have pretty much the same car year after year, but it makes it new if you have new tech in it, like Apple CarPlay or yeah, yeah. display and stuff like that. I mean, that. in terms of like non-car enthusiast things, I definitely think we've hit a, a plateau of, of how cool an ICE engine could be. But if you look at like the Murray T50, that's a brand new V12. I, I was thinking that thing about is amazing. that. <laughs> and then you have the Kodexec, what they're doing, they're like electronic valve stuff. And, yeah, I mean, there's still stuff to do. I That's what the next 15 years is for. <laughs> I don't know. I'm conflicted because it's like I kind of agree with Jeffrey because like the the Murray T50. That's like the ultimate car guys, supercar hypercar type thing. If that came out 15 years later, we would not be able to buy that in the state of California. How um, many people are buying that car, though? That's true. But yeah, actually, the people who <laughs> buy that car can probably afford to register it out of state and do other hanky panky shit too drive it here can't they yeah and like for the i think the jamera is a different story but like the technology in the murray 250 how much of that can trickle down into like a normal Regular. car <laughs> like the electronic valve thing i think can trickle down and be useful in like a honda civic or whatever so you're but... saying a v12 is not useful in a honda civic <laughs> i think it's plenty useful <laughs> i think it's pretty useful man. <laughs> Pretty cool Honda Civic. Very I mean, long yeah. Honda Civic. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I still, I mentally still have a block against electric vehicles. 
I need to drive one. I think I need to drive a, a, a Taycan because people who, like me, are not about this electric car stuff, went and drove that. And they're like, this thing is fantastic. I have a lot of fun in it. So yeah. I think I need to experience this car enthusiast, electric car type thing in order for my mind to not have that block. Because yeah. I, I just think that I, I don't want to lose an internal combustion engine. That is pretty sick, man. <laughs> it's pretty sick yeah, in what right? it does. <laughs> I was I was reading an article on Drive Tribe by uh, John Coleman. Uh-huh. It's called Save the Petrol for Those Who Actually Want It. Yeah, that's yeah, a better idea. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> they should come out with a certification for being a car person. You have to pass a certain test and then do another certain driving test. Shouldn't be done by the DMV because we know how that goes. And mm-hmm. then if you pass that, you have the certificate. You're a certified car guy. And if you have that certification, then you can go and buy, buy gas. gas cars. <laughs> yes. Because you know why the guy that buy the gas car, he'll probably be driving the car on the weekends or like when he's feeling like driving it. He's not commuting with that shit. For that, he'll probably have his electric car funded by Elon. Because it says here in his article, he says, this is why uh, the electricity is a problem. For, for car enthusiasts. Uh. However, over 60% of car enthusiasts are male. And as we know, boys like explosions and fire, which yeah, is exactly yes. <laughs> what powers internal combustion <laughs> engines. Honestly, okay, if we think about it in the, in, in the larger s- scope... It's fine. No one actually yeah, it cares. Doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> like, no one actually cares except for car enthusiasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The guy that's still driving his Toyota Corolla, Camry, Honda Civic, Honda Accord, Prius, he's not going to give a shit. Yeah. It's people yeah. like us that's going to give a shit. <laughs> yeah. So, if we wanted to buy an, an ICE engine car by then, uh-huh. like, what are some loopholes we could we could think about here i got a buddy in colorado i'm registering my cars to his house (laughs) i was i was thinking like this this order says new car sales right can you buy buy it in colorado no no no. have somebody buy it in colorado like a buddy of yours pay him to buy it right yeah he buys it and he sells it to you for like a dollar less used Exactly. Used like car. Four miles on or some shit. <laughs> it's a used car, right? And then you can sell it in California. Yeah, exactly, right? I bet that's... you that's what motherfuckers gonna do. <laughs> there's gonna be yeah. some fucking loophole. Like if there's companies that you know, there's so many car manufacturers, car brands, I bet you they're gonna do something. If they cannot get around to the idea of like figuring out how to sell electric cars in California only by twenty thirty five. They'll figure out some loopholes. We don't even have to think about it, honestly. Somebody else will do it. <laughs> yeah. And then Gavin Newsom's going to be like, ah, oh, fuck, all right, never yeah, mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just going to be another way to do it. And then the BMW dealership or the Mercedes dealership or the Audi dealership, it, it may not be a Chevy dealership. It'll just be the the used dealership. Uncle Tom's <laughs> Autos. Uncle Tom's Autos, yes. <laughs> Because, okay, 15 years later, we're going to be, what, 40? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> that's also another thing to consider. Yeah, let's not talk about this that's anymore. That's kind of scary, man. <laughs> Holy crap. 15 years ago before this, like, I was five. So, like, right? No. <laughs> Math. Huh? How old was I? <laughs> 10, ten, dumbass. Ten, ten. <laughs> we all had to think about it. <laughs> 
See, when I was 10, 25 didn't seem that large. Now 25 to 40 seems quite quite a substantial. At 40, I'm supposed to legally be entitled to a midlife crisis and go buy a 911. Yeah. I won't be able to do that with this new 2035 legislation. Hey, man. Buy an old one. Yeah, exactly. You, you just <laughs> no, do but it I'm all also go buy a new 911 buy, and buy with my hair on fire. Buy a 2034 model here. <laughs> yeah, 2034 911s, dude. That shit will probably be electric anyway. It'll be dude. electric yeah. by the way things are going already. By 2035, everything's most things are going to be electric anyways. Dude, yeah. freaking electric 911. A, how angry are the purists going to be? <laughs> They're probably B, dead by then, so don't worry about that. <laughs> you know what Porsche's going to do? They have to continue the 911. It, oh, it's, yes. It's a nameplate. So this is going to be the ty- the Taycan, but with all the batteries shoved in the back. That's <laughs> what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Motors, two heavy-ass motors in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about snap over steer. <laughs> I, th- I think also in this, this article I was reading, too, in the future, why not just give the gas to, you know, the Ferraris and the Mustangs? Not the like, V6 ones. We need a written test. Yeah, a written and a driving test, not done by the DMV. That's sort of and a knowledge test. That knowledge test should not talk. Ask you about driving. It should ask you questions like, "Who the fuck was James May?" And it should tell you <laughs> write down a significant moment from James May's televised career. Yeah, and then, and then like, you need a you need to match engine codes to cars. Yeah, and it should ask you shit like, "How do you impress a girl? A buy her flowers. B tell her you like her. C Handbrake turn. turn. It's the handbrake <laughs> turn. Only the car guy would know that, right? So that's the kind of shit we need on this test. Let me make it. Let us make it. <laughs> we'll make the test for you. We idea, Mr. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, wanna, listen up. You want to give? You want to get rid of the gas? Here's an idea. Give it to us. We three <laughs> we'll will be. We will take all of it and we, we will, will distribute it. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. We will be the keeper of the the gas. I like then, that idea. Actually, <laughs> not more. We will devise our own test for them. Uh, Priuses will not get gas from us. Um, yeah, go EV mode, bitch. And every douchebag with a Ferrari definitely will not get one. <laughs> you have to have a requirement that like you have to have like done some shit or something. You have, you have to a be test. chill. You have to you have to pass the vibe test. You have yeah. to pass the vibe exactly. test. Exactly. You're gonna be required to hang out with the boys, pass, you know, pound a few claws and then you'll you'll see. see. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Gavin Newsom. Executive order number two. Gavin Newsom, if you want our vote, hit us up. Give us the guess. <laughs> that's how that's how you politics, yeah. Jeffrey. Give us give us all the gas supply in California for three votes. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, dude. You, it's like you lost by three, man. You should have given three us gas, right dude. Here. Exactly, dude. All right, uh, shall we go to the the break? Yeah. Welcome to our break. Hi, Welcome. this is the break part of the show, where we talk about break stuff. Like speed it up, Jeff. Bot- <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you can check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com where you'll find the things. Oh, yes. and we have a YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Yes. We're, Promote we us past- better. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. We're not doing you know as good as we want. Actually, we're doing fantastic. <laughs> 
We need a million subscribers by December. What? Yes. Yes. There we go. All right. Jeffrey will give away a kidney if you get I'm not sure I signed up for this. (laughs) You just did. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, Find us on social media at Instagram, uh, at the Curbside Podcast. Uh, there you'll find posts and Instagram posts. <laughs> nice, dude. You're going to find posts on Instagram, man. That's crazy. Ever thought about that, man? Yo, I yeah. never thought I was going to go to Instagram and not see a post. It's insane. <laughs> as long as it's Instagram, it's a black screen. Uh, what else are we on? Twitter at CurbsidePod um, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Curbside Podcast. Yeah, and uh, shoot us an email for email shooting things. Uh, email is the curbside podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us an email on email. Yes. 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 So let's go back to the show about a car show. Now that we got you All right. The news Mercedes is making a full EV lineup. You know how they have the S-Class, the E-Class, the G-Class, the GLCs, the AMGs, the G63, all that shit, right? Well, they're not doing all of that, but they will have starting to have a C-Class and an E-Class and I think a G SUV one electric yeah. coming out soon. Is this I feel the, like it's a reaction whole... to the 2035 shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this is the this is the Mercedes S-Class California edition. But is this is this the one where they call them like EQ whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. EQS, EQA. EQG or whatever. I'm going like to love it yeah. when it's like, like it's going to be like EQGLC. LMNOP. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Daimler, the parent company to Mercedes, not uh, like last year or something announced that they were stop basically R&D on new internal combustion engines. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm guessing this I mean, is... That, that's starting to trickle down, I guess. Yeah. And I think I'm they kind of have to, dude, because I feel like these kind of car brands, especially Mercedes and BMW, which you see a shit ton of here in Northern California, Southern California, these guys are going to have to adapt real quick if they're trying to keep that market share Away yeah. from companies like Tesla and maybe Rivian. Yeah, these guys, these car companies need to start making more enthusiast electric cars. Yes. To basically save the enthusiasts. Because Tesla is about to announce, the like, not near future, but in the future, a couple years maybe, I think, three years, um, a $25,000 Tesla, which is... Oh, shit. Yeah, Accord territory, which means yeah. everyone's going to have one. You know, I'm afraid this is going to be like the iPhone effect. Uh, Apple iPhone is like one type of smartphone, but it owns like, I don't know, like 60% of the market. Yeah, well, that's the Mercedes news I had. Enough about electric cars. Let's get to some more exciting stuff. Real cars. Real yeah. cars. Kind real of golf real cars. cars. Did you guys know this? But back in 2018, apparently... Um, Toyota announced they were going to make like a high performance race car type deal. The Supra? No, 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 no. Something okay. more high performance <laughs> than that. There's a new like there's a new division, I guess, in uh, the racing series that does endurance races. I forgot what it's called. That replaces like one of the Le Mans. Like it's uh-huh. going to be called the Hypercar series. The point of this series is that the cars will be more like road going versions 
Yeah. And Toyota was going to be is actually going to be one of those entering that hypercar series. And they uh, recently, two weeks ago, just teased their answer to that. So think of this as the Toyota 4 GT. <laughs> the BMW Toyota Supra 4 GT. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be the Toyota GR Super Sport. And it is uh, due to the homologation rules, which is basically uh, the racing series requires that you make yeah. basically some road legal versions of this uh they're gonna make a road legal version of this how many like two no one knows but i think the minimum according to regulation is 20 because that's that's the only reason why we got the ford gt back yeah exactly ford wanted to get back into le mans so they had to make what 300 something of the road going versions so this thing is based on uh, toyota's le mans car the ts 050 hybrid that one like le mans twice uh, it's gonna have a 2.4 liter a twin turbo v6 and uh, hybridized that's what that's also one of the regulations has to have electrified powertrain well, it's gonna fuck? be making 986 horsepower from a v6 <laughs> See, this is this is why I'm saying Formula One's going four cylinders soon, man. <laughs> Yo, this is this is basically the future episode. Like <laughs> this thing, okay, it's, it's a Toyota, but mid-engined hypercar, 986 horsepower, hybrid powertrain. So it's the Toyota LaFerrari. It looks kind of like that uh, that Audi Le Mans car that won like everything. So they did release a Super Sport concept back in 2018. Basically, I don't trust Toyota though. Thing. <laughs> I don't trust them with their concepts. But yeah, if you want probably a million, two million dollar Toyota. Is it going to be that much when a Ford was like 400? Yeah. A million dollars. That that was the, the estimate that someone made back in like 2018 when they first announced it. This is a but. super Prius. Like a hyper Prius. Now I don't want it. What if they made that the Prius? Imagine how upset nuts. people would be. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, more news for Parth. Me? Yes. Yeah, I know you were disappointed in the BMW M's that got released recently. Oh yeah, fuck that shit. Yes, but fret not... There is a new M. There's a new M? Four cylinders. A four cylinder M? Makes 212 horsepower. Two, right. What? What What did you say? <laughs> you said 212 horsepower for an M? The M division Whoa. has come out with its first motorcycle. That's the M1 That's kind of sick. And I'll tell you something. It looks a lot better than the new <laughs> M3 and M4. <laughs> Imagine dude. if they try to put some sort of kidney girl design on this shit, dude. <laughs> like, imagine it, it, BMW would do that. That looks amazing. Okay, two hundred and twelve horsepower makes sense now. <laughs> it's freaking scary, dude. That's 212 a lot. horsepower. <laughs> to put that into like something that we could understand as car people, if we don't know bikes that well, a uh, a Hayabusa had a hundred and seventy something horsepower. And that's like the Bugatti of bikes, right? Yeah, well, back then it was. There's yeah. there's a lot of bikes that are quick now, which are, like, deadly quick. But 212 horsepower in something that weighs, like, a couple hundred pounds. <laughs> Bro, that shit, yeah. and literally all it's controlled by is literally the power of between your legs. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see some people at BMW are doing good mentally. They're they're doing well. They're, they're good people still out there. I this like is that. Like, That's a five-figure bike. Oh, yes. Pricing. Only thirty three thousand. 
<laughs> Wait, what? Okay, I was thinking like 15 to 20. Holy shit. Here it is. Article from rideapart.com. I'm guessing it's something to do with motorcycles. BMW has yet to announce US pricing. In the UK, the price tag is set at 30,935 pounds, which is $39,385. And in Canada, it's going to be going for 42,400, which is 31,815. Wowza. <laughs> Yo, I thought Ducatis were expensive. Oh, Ducatis are expensive. What's like the most expensive Ducati worth? Okay, here we go. Ready? The Ducati Superleggera V4. <laughs> Base prices start at $100,000. Holy what fuck, the dude. Fuck? What the shit? That's insane. It doesn't even come with all four wheels, bro. You don't even get airbags. You don't even get airbags. You are the airbag, dude. You don't get seatbelts. You don't get fucking radio. Holy you get no carpets. No cup holders. No cup holders. <laughs> uh... Let me chime in real quick, as always, with my boring-ass news. But I think it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Let's a new segment. Andrew's boring news. Yeah. Andrew and his boring-ass news. <laughs> Audi has their 2021 Audi Q5 Sportback. What the Yay. fuck is this? It looks like a Mach-E. It does look like a Mach-E. It does look exactly like a Mach-E. <laughs> what the shit? Holy um, crap, dude. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a Maki with a Audi front end. It's a Maki with an Audi badge. <laughs> like that's yeah. all it is, <laughs> right? So the standard Q5 will come with a, I think a four cylinder, two liter turbocharged four cylinder, making two sixty one horsepower, uh, with a seven speed dual clutch. Great. What? Wait. What? Why does it need a dual clutch? They're making the performance cars into regular automatics, ZFs yeah. or whatever. And they're putting fucking dual clutches into cards. Like, what the shit is this? Why does this need a dual clutch? I wonder if it's a fuel economy <laughs> thing. Because, like, Hyundai does that, too. And, like, I don't know. Why does Hyundai, Hyundai puts a dual, dual clutch? clutch into cars? Yeah, and their Santa Fe, I think, has a fucking dual clutch. What? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that. Um, SQ5 has a 3-liter V6. Ooh. Compared nice. to an automatic. 8-speed. Yeah, wait, wait, automatic. what the fuck is going on right now? Did <laughs> so we miss SQ5? something? The SQ5 has automatic, yes. but the normal one has a dual clutch. And the performance mm. one is the SQ5. Yes. Did we miss something in the last like year <laughs> having to do with uh, transmissions and automatics and dual clutches? Hmm. I thought dual clutch was like the shit. Yeah, I don't know. But the reason I brought up, I even brought up this car, I have zero interest in this, but there's like this trend of like SUV sportsbacks that's yes. happening in like, the, especially the European market. Yeah. Why do these cars exist? Please America wants SUVs that don't look like SUVs. They're like, we'll provide it for you. It's blame Americans. It's Americans' fault. But it's so ugly. <laughs> it, it's going to sell. That's the worst part about it. <laughs> You've got the X4. I think the ugliest one is the GLC. You have the Model X and the Model Y. You have Model like, Y is literally a lifted Model 3, dude. Like, like all the these, shit? like, what, what's the obsession with making an SUV not look like an SUV? That's the know. that's it right there. It's just a lifted whatever version of the regular thing. Because <laughs> Americans like to sit up on the road. Because, like, originally these sports utility vehicles were made to be that, you know? Go off-road, carry utility. a lot of gear. Yes. Right now, they're freaking... They're lowered now. They, they have <laughs> swoopy backs. They can't, like... Some of them could carry less than normal sedans. It's like... 
Right. But why? I saw a, I saw a slammed Model X the other day. But like, okay, look at this. Like, people used to buy SUVs because it was more spacious. If you're watching this uh, episode <laughs> on YouTube, look at the size of this fucking door. Yeah. You <laughs> no, know what it looks like? It looks like those like doors on ships or submarines, like those little small yeah. like doops, doops, like a, you know, yeah, you got like a little hatch. Yeah. And like, I think this is the case with the X6. X6 is a less practical X5. Right. Yes, that's basically what it is. And it costs more. But it's more. more expensive. Yeah, I don't want the one that's the actual car and the one that actually has the heritage and that one that actually might be able to do something off road. Oh, no, maybe actually be able to carry my stuff and maybe actually be able to carry my kids in comfort. I want the one that does exactly the opposite and costs more money. Please, someone explain to me why. And if you if you think these cars look good, again, why? Send us an Please email, explain. and that's why we have an email at the you know, yeah. podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. If you have valid reason, we'll put you on the show. Also, if, you do, if, you, if you're an engineer or somebody who knows things, can you please explain to us why automatics are in performance cars and dual clutches are not now? So this news that Andrew brought up has posed two very important questions. Why and why? <laughs> no, yeah. wait. Why dual clutches in normal cars and why these weird slopey roof lined SUVs exist. Alright. Well I have a little bit of news and this is a uh, first <laughs> news that was, you know, brought by Jeffrey a while back. Um so Amazon cute. shows its prototype for the Rivian. And we all know Jeffrey loves Rivian here. The um, Rivian delivery van for yeah. Amazon. So they, they, <laughs> so, they have a they, It's such a happy looking car. <laughs> imagine getting your package from a car that looks like this. It's like, yeah, I'm happy to get my Amazon package. You know? I was having a bad day. Look at this. I'm having a good day now. The car's happy, I'm happy. Environment's Dr. Happy. Seuss looking ass car. Dude, it's, it's happy, bro. Looking car, dude. <laughs> it's, it's happy. Yeah. It's very dystopian looking. Yeah. That, I think that's like, like that like could a, be the idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, just a bit of facts for you on it. Um, you're going to start seeing these on the road in 2021. And Amazon says that its uh, electric fleet of vehicles will number 100,000 by 2030. So, wow. Uh, you know what I'm realizing uh, from the pictures? This hmm. isn't branded as a Rivian. No. Yeah. It's branded as an Amazon. Amazon, yeah, yeah. The Rivian's oh. just making it. Amazon's about to go into the car industry. I mean, good on Rivian. I, I hope they're gonna helps. buy Rivian, right? <laughs> That's what's gonna happen, dude. Amazon will just sell sell us delivery vans. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want two day shipping? <laughs> the, <laughs> delivery van. Yeah. Uh, the van has an expected range of 150 miles, and uh, the prototype Amazon is showing off today in the vi- in the video is a delivery cable vehicle. That pretty much is ready to go. So it's a prototype, but it's like it's just it's ready to go almost. So mm. in highly dense areas of Amazon distributions, Bay Area, Southern California, I wouldn't be surprised to see these starting like maybe even before the end of this year. I would to love to honest. drive one of these things. Yeah, I wouldn't mind working for Amazon as a delivery and driving this thing. <laughs> Have you guys ever driven a full size van? No, I used to drive one for work. They're hilarious. <laughs> Oh, dude, they're like driving around buildings, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it basically as close to a commercial vehicle you can get to without having that license? I think thing so, yeah. yeah. It handled relatively well. Yeah, I I haven't seen... I haven't, first, I haven't seen any flip over, and I thought they would all flip over. Right? <laughs> they 
<laughs> they oh, look yeah. like this, they would just this, flip over. This looks like it's ready to flip over. But I just remember when like the Sprinter van came out, I was like, what the fuck is this tall-ass van doing? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to be our show for this week. Thank you, as always, guys, for listening. Um, you can check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com. There you'll find the links to all our platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that jazz. And be sure to rate us if you like the show. Uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you can rate us. If you like the show, also go share it with your friends, please. Uh, that would be great. And uh, yeah, go check out our YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, check up our ch- ch- ba- 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 ba. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> check out our YouTube channel. We just passed 200 subs, so hell yeah. Ooh. Um, also check out again our social media: Instagram at the Curbside Podcast, Twitter at Curbside Pod, and Facebook at facebook.com slash the Curbside Podcast. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you to Kid Dope. Uh, for the intro and outro to our show Fast Cars and Wild Hearts and as always my name is Jeff I'm Parth I'm Andrew remember drive safe and life is too short to drive boring cars Good night. Fast cars and wild hearts, so